Welcome to Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the challenges and opportunities facing the global food supply chain and speak with experts working to support a planet of plenty. Hello, I'm Michelle Michael. In this special series of Ag Future, we're talking with those working along the food supply chain about the impact of COVID-19. My guest today is Andrew Meadows, director of Citrus Mutual based out of Lakeland, Florida. Citrus Mutual is a, a nonprofit trade association which acts as an advocate for citrus growers, particularly when it comes to economic matters. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. Hope you and your family are are safe right now in the midst of this pandemic. It's it's a scary time. We're all learning to navigate this new norm together, and it's the same throughout agriculture. I'm I'm hearing that orange juice is suddenly a hot commodity. In fact, I've I've heard there's been a significant jump in sales as the demand for vitamin C goes up. Uh, do you have numbers that confirm that? Yes, we uh, we measure. Orange juice sales. Our industry here in Florida is 95% uh, of our product. Our oranges go into juice. Uh, the remaining five is the fresh table market. But uh, we, as an industry, measure our our sales in four-week increments. We work through Nielsen uh, Incorporated, which is a well-known consumer data company. Um, and actually, the last uh, four-week period was March 14th, and it showed a an increase at retail of 10%. So um, although, you know, this situation is, is a crisis and, and I hope everybody out there is, uh, you know, staying safe and doing what the CDC recommends, um, it is heartening to us as an industry and our growers that people still uh, see orange juice as a significant source of vitamin C, which, of course, can help boost and support a, a healthy immune system. Um, We'll we'll get numbers uh, numbers uh, in mid-April for the the, the next four-week period, uh, and we expect those to be up as well. Um, anecdotally, we're hearing from our processors that uh, that sales are continuing to be up, and 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 uh, although the country is is grappling with this this crisis, um, the silver lining, uh, I guess, for for our growers is that uh, people are looking to orange juice for vitamin C. And of course, we, we have to say there's no evidence that uh, vitamin C is effective against coronavirus, but but people certainly are looking to increase their, their vitamin intake. That, that's a very real thing. Can you describe what you're seeing um, in the public there? Do you see orange juice flying off of store shelves just like you see toilet paper disappearing? Uh, well, you know, I, I don't think we've gotten as much publicity as the, the toilet paper issue or bottled water or bread. Um those sort of staple items, but uh, you know, anecdotally, uh, I always keep an eye um, on the the frozen or the chilled section when I go to the the grocery store, and there has been uh, uh, so, some empty shelves where where normally they they front their uh, their inventory. So I've I've seen it. Um, the numbers back it up, and again, as as you mentioned, uh, there's not a direct effect on coronavirus itself. But uh, certainly vitamin C supports a healthy immune system, and that's what people are looking for now. Um, traditionally, uh, our, our sales do spike uh, during the cold and flu months, you know, November to, to February. So um, we, we heavy up our advertising and marketing during that period historically. Um, but, of course, with people falling sick now uh, to this new disease, um, 
that's only uh, supported more uh, interest in, in orange juice and vitamin C. Andrew, what about um, what about packing lines? Can, can the pack houses keep up with this sudden increase in demand or is the demand outpacing the current supply? And should consumers be worried that orange juice and oranges are going to disappear from store shelves? Uh, I, I don't think it's to that point. Um, we have uh, seven major processing plants here in Florida. Um, they are all uh, working uh, extremely hard is, is what I'm being told. Um, I don't think we're to the point where, where you know, our supply chain can't meet the demand that's out there. Um, but certainly they are, they are working hard and, and getting, uh, we're getting our, our late season valenches, uh, to the, to the processing plants as fast as we can at this point. And what about moving, uh, products once it's actually packaged? Are you finding that there's enough truck drivers out there to move the product and respond to this new increased workload? Again, I haven't, I haven't really pursued that. I haven't heard anything from, from our contacts and the, the meetings that I have that there has been any sort of distribution issues at this point. I don't think we're, we're at that, that point and, and that much stress is being put on the supply chain. Um, so I haven't received or, or heard any information on that front. Citrus is, uh, of course, harvested by hand. Um, can you talk specifically about what precautions are in place to keep people safe during this pandemic? Yeah, you know, um, we're a critical industry. We've been uh, deemed a critical industry from from the federal government on down. And, of course, our state ag commissioner, uh, Nikki Freed, has, has determined us to be a critical industry, as well as our governor, uh, Ron DeSantis. So um, we have people going to work. Um, we are under strict food safety guidelines prior to this this virus and this pandemic hitting. So um, the, there are very stringent state and federal food safety guidelines, hair nets, gloves, you know, uh, uh, sanitation, uh, those sort of things are already very much in place in our industry. Um, uh, each individual packing house or processor uh, you know, are taking their precautions, whether it's social distancing, uh, requiring washing of hands, uh, even above and beyond what, what the regulations require. Um, some some uh, employers are, are using uh, mask, mask uh, employees uh, wearing masks. So um, we, we, we're used to the food safety and, and hygiene is, issues being a, a food industry. Um, I think those have actually been amped up uh, in this this environment. So um, we're we're doing all we can to get a, a healthy, safe product out to consumers right now. This pandemic has just been a, a terrible thing for for everybody. Um, at this time, it's it's hard to talk about opportunity, but right now, really in the citrus world, this is a, a tremendous rebound. For at least a decade, uh, citrus growers have battled citrus greening. That's a disease, of course, that's it's killing the world's orange trees. And growers really uh, struggled financially over the last several years. What does this new uptick in sales mean to growers? Is it a, a rebound of sorts? It's big. I mean, you know, it's mixed emotions. Of course, we we aren't looking to capitalize on on a crisis situation, um, but certainly with the the consumption numbers falling over the last really the decade and a half, um, I can't I can't tell you anything other than it is good news. I mean, we 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 are encouraged that people still see orange juice as a healthy drink. Um, that's clear, um, and a source of vitamin C. Um, 
So, so it's mixed emotions. Um, it's big. Yeah, uh, HLB or citrus greening is is ravaged our groves. Our production is has fallen, you know, from 240 million boxes uh, 15 years ago to about 70 million boxes of oranges. Those are 90 pound field boxes. So you can see the the production now. Not all of that is due to to greening. We've experienced hurricanes, of course, real estate pressure. Um, other diseases, but a big part of it is is because of greening. So, the fact that we've shown year-over-year uh, year increases in these, this first four-week week period is encouraging. But again, it's it's mixed emotions because it is on the back of of this pandemic. How do you see the future of of citrus going forward? The next five years, for example, will will this habit of people going after vitamin C continue after this pandemic is over? I think it will. I I think um I think it's let the cat out of the bag. I think our marketers will take advantage of it. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, we're we're going to be here to stay on a on a consumption side, and and uh, we'll rally. I mean, we're we've got optimistic growers out there. Um, you know, our acreage isn't the same, our production isn't the same, but the men and women who who remain in the industry are are in it for the long run. We don't have know, gentlemen farmers or hobbyists or people who aren't doing this as a full-time um, job. We've got uh, the best and the brightest uh, growers. I mean, they're they're well-schooled in economics and science and, and meteorology. It's really a, you have to be a jack of all trades uh, now to be a citrus grower. And uh, we're, we're cautiously optimistic. We, we think that we've learned through uh, nutritional programs, uh, through uh, new rootstocks uh, through different production techniques and, and encouraging root health and, and uh, the proper irrigation pH uh, in, in our irrigation water that we can produce quality oranges and grapefruit and tangerines even with this immense disease pressure from, uh, from greening. So um, we're cautiously optimistic. I mean, if you're not cautiously cautiously optimistic you probably shouldn't be in agriculture because uh, it is it is a difficult pr- profession and outside of the citrus industry um, what are you seeing where you're located how are other crop farmers faring during this crisis tomato growers for example watermelons what are you seeing and hearing as you talk with so many others around your state yeah everybody's um, everybody's challenged uh, you know they, they are also uh, uh, out there and and experiencing uh, support because of the health benefits benefits of of fresh winter vegetables. Um, you know our our winter harvest for those those commodities is is pretty much over. You know that that comes winds down in in March and the end of March. So uh, as far as a direct effect, um, we're we're winding down the, that that those harvests of those crops, but. Uh, um, again, uh, you know, there are trade issues out there. We want to be protected. Our, our winter vegetables, fruit and vegetables want to be protected in any new trade deals with Mexico. They're a huge competitor. So that's weighing heavy on, on the minds that the U.S. trade representative uh, recently canceled uh, some public hearings that were going to take place. Uh, in the next week, um, where we were going to, as an industry, as an industry, as an agriculture industry, not just citrus, weigh in and make sure that there's protections over dumping and unfair pra- trade practices uh, and that sort of thing. So we'll be looking to have that rescheduled when when this uh, when the curve gets flattened on this pandemic. And so 
uh, you know, issues like trade are, are still weighing heavily when this all gets cleared up. Um, as they always do, we'll, we'll get back to business, but, uh, um, it's, it's again, uh, a, a way of life in agriculture and there's always issues and thank goodness organizations like Florida Citrus Mutual and Florida Fruit and Vegetable Association and Florida Farm Bureau are, are out there advocating for growers. It's a challenging time um, learning to navigate this strange new world that we live in. But in such a time, do you feel that the general public is perceiving agriculture in a new way, a better way, perhaps even more grateful to growers, to farmers around the world? I absolutely do. Um, I, I think that people are more and more concerned with where their food is grown. Uh, they understand and are becoming more educated that uh, you know, it doesn't originate in the grocery store. I think, um, especially here in Florida, where there's high population growth, that green space is, is coveted and, and agriculture is seen as green space. You know, wildlife habitat, water recharge. Um, I think people have come around in the last 10 years to 15 years um, and appreciate agriculture that much more and understand the, the good work that farmers do. Andrew Meadows from Citrus Mutual in Florida, thank you so much for joining us today. Great. Thank you very much for your time. For additional resources on COVID-19, visit Alltech.com. This has been Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts.